0: Mainly me, Alfie, and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happy Hour Live, UK. See you in May. Stevie, you. you look different.
1: Yeah, I've got hair. I have just arrived in Shenfield and uh, the British Hair Clinic. And I'm getting my hair transplant done. I'm excited to see where the day goes, but I'm also very nervous. So how long did it take? It was about eight and a half hours, I want to say. And being s-
0: stabbed in the head repeatedly.
1: Yeah, but it's all, you're numb the whole time. The, the, I'd say out of that eight and a half, nine hours, ten minutes was pain. This is an important question. Are you more
0: numb when you do that or when you leave the studio every <laughs> Thursday? <laughs> I feel sorry Absolutely for not. the guy that saw you two and I went there. Nah. Yeah. So wow. must be like meeting like the third Gallagher.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Paul. laughs> Sorry, I, don't, I know I'm not Liam and Noel equally. That's a bit. <laughs> just one of them. <laughs> we went out to Area 51, mm. alien country, and a few spooky things happened. This
1: car just stops. I do my window down, and it's this woman. She's really scared. I swear, Cal Frizi or someone said something about a swaying car as well.
2: <sighs>
1: car. I yeah. swear that's what he said. Sure, you didn't call your wanker. <laughs>
0: Did you not say anything? <laughs> That's terrible. I'm so sorry. I like it.
3: There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that.
0: Jack Mates Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mates Happy Hour Podcast. We're all back. Why are you being so enthusiastic? I'm delirious, like Robbie. I've had no sleep. Oh, like I've had it. no sleep. I like this. I don't.
1: Why? It's weird. I feel like I'm on edge. This like, I don't know where you're going to, like, stab me or something. It's a new year, new me.
0: I start in November. I start my <laughs> okay. years in November. Unconventional. I just thought if I'm positive and happy and smiley and loving of life, then Reddit have nothing to go on. Oh, stop mentioning Reddit. I was away we're for, back. Three weeks, he's already brought up Reddit. I was away for three weeks and I was just spent the majority of that, Robbie, looking on Reddit and Did you? replying to it. Hey, what, what were they saying? Were they positive? Not really. Still love me? Still love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of them posted something negative and I replied going like, Shut the fuck up, you little cunt, or something like that. (laughs) it was something a little bit more articulate than that, but like a more of a reasoned response. And he said, he said, oh, mate, you've got a successful podcast. Just live your life and stop replying to me at three in the morning. And I went, I'm in Jamaica. It's 8 p.m. And to him, it was three in the morning. So for some reason, I lost because I replied.
2: Yep, I mean, I can see yeah.
0: how. <laughs> but I will always reply. Weren't there people who always slag you off then and that we hadn't released an episode? Yeah, everyone was like, you slag him off and then when he's gone for free, so you never know what you got till it's gone. They killed Paradise. <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> well,
2: we're back. Is it good to be back? It yeah. Is. I'm really excited. I've been really looking forward to this. Have you? Yeah. I You've dressed really
0: up. You've out. got like a nice shirt underneath a nice jumper there. You look, you're really looking very dapper. Thank you. You are. Yeah, yeah, it just, shows, you, just shows
2: what state I normally look like when this is... <laughs> good, you're so smart.
0: <laughs> no, you look very, very nice. Stevie, okay. you look different.
1: Yeah, I've got hair. Wow. Oh, starting to get hair. It's a bit... Um, Put your head down. It's a bit scabby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you've had a hair
2: transplant.
0: <laughs> I've had a hair transplant. Yeah. Wow! Is that after talking to Thea Baker, you thought I need a bit of that in my
1: life? No. Uh, well, <laughs> right. no, it was. It off. was part, partly that, but um, it was it was tubes our, our favourite Soccer tubes, tubes, in your <laughs> tubes did it <laughs> tubes did my hair no I would pay to yes, see tubes a collab <laughs> video isn't it? Yeah. we bumped into we bumped into Pete at um, Reading Festival yeah, and, you then did I, it there. <laughs> and then I got to talking to him about it and he I kept seeing him posting um, pictures online and he started calling himself Sir Quiff Richard and I was like he's got hair now I could have a bit of that yeah um, because my hairline was fucking atrocious but because I kept shaving it off yeah. people didn't actually know how bad it was yeah, but the, problem,
2: the thing I was saying this the other day to Alfie on a video but he but you didn't no one here was going oh Stevie's balding did you think that you, I knew you, he, I knew his hairline was a bit collapsed but, <laughs> <Did> <laughs> <you>? <laughs> no, but I, I never thought in any way that you were in a boarding. balding you did that charity stream you shaved your head no, and
0: then, no like, you're thinning on top though Let like, put your head down you're a bit thin here still. Yeah, but you can't tell. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't touch it, should I, come out. <laughs> so it it's so... <laughs> it's just all Yeah, but, you know, I forgot, but yeah, it still looks a bit thin there.
1: Because you've just touched scabs, Jack. That's oh. the hairs are compressed below scabs because oh, that's they? where they've put they've put new hairs there. Right. Have
2: they Have they given you a date to finish off the bits of the side? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, do you want me to just tell you about the whole process? Right, wait, wait, wait. See,
0: Robbie's got a little bit of a point. You you just had
2: normal. You had normal hair, like was, yeah. and no one was thinking I was baldy Stevie yeah. or anything like that. And then you did a shave, hair shave thing. You, you shave your head for charities, another way you can say it. <laughs> You did that, and then suddenly like a few weeks later, you're having like bits. what
1: what? So what's going on? Because my hairline was actually quite bad. When I had this big quiff, I used to use the length in the sides of my head to hide. How far back my hairline went. So, if this is a clip, I imagine I can. I'll send you pictures of what my hairline was oh, like, so you'll see. It, it looked like a basically like a McDonald's M on well, top that's of my, that's head. How my I'll, is. Show, I'll show you. My a, hairline's like that. I'll show you whilst we're here. You've got a luscious lock at head of hair, Robbie. Oh, thank you. For, For a man me. of yours.
0: It's one of my special skills. For a For... man in his twilight years. <laughs> yeah, on
2: yeah,
1: the way out. <laughs> Taking the ball to the corners of life. <laughs> that's that's what my hair was like. <laughs> Taking the ball
2: to the
0: corners. Yeah,
1: that, that is shit, to be fair. That's yeah, so that that's how how it was before. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was bad. I'll accept it. <laughs> I can't believe it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> what well, if I don't accept it? and I can't exactly go... I couldn't look at that and go, oh, well, I didn't really need Let to. Let me have a look at that
0: so for the audio listeners it's like that weird you just, sort of oh old yeah. man hair like you see that ball of hair at the front. Like, yeah. That's well, like they've taken it from there and just moved it forward. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's weird. So there's like a little island of patchy So they've filled that island in and they've obviously made the hairline a lot lot straighter. They don't do it like an action man. Why? So when you go in, they draw they draw um the lines on your head. So I've got a little drawing, I'll show you the image of that. So they draw that on your head. Yeah. And they draw it and they basically say, Are you happy with the line? But they say in advance, we don't want to do it completely straight, because the hairs that they're gonna put back into your head, you'll never lose. Oh, how come? Because if you look at a really old man, you'll notice that they still have like, they tend to have, if they don't shave their head, you'll see the sides and back of their hair at the bottom is still there, isn't it? Like an 80 year old men will have like long hair at the back and sides. And that's because men don't tend to lose that area of hair. So they're the hairs they use to put back into the front. Right. So for the rest of my life now, I'll have this hairline. So if they did it like an action man and like a perfectly straight hairline, I'm a 60 year old, people would be a bit like... They, so, so they try and do it as naturally as possible.
2: So is the hair in the middle that was the forefront of your hair thing, is that going to keep going back and now you're going to have...
1: Yes. So potentially you can still lose your own hair, but then they have things, um, there's things to kind of stop that from happening, like Regain um, and Finasteride. There's like tablets and um, things, Minoxidil and Finasteride are like two <coughs> of the main things that I'll just have to take for the rest of my life if I want to keep that hair, which I obviously do, because if not, I'll just have an island of no hair at the back and then this yeah. perfect it's a lot of hair at the front. Are you gonna to have to have another hair transplant? Potentially not, as long as the the stuff doesn't that I carry on doing after this. Potentially not
0: means potentially, though, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's as long as the drugs take well, which and hopefully if, they if, will. If
0: you were to believe the verve, we know that the drugs don't work. No,
1: they just make <laughs> it God things say.
0: worse.
2: Can I say how annoyed I am by how good it looks? Like I'm. Properly fuming, (laughs) you saw the the early days of scabs and stuff like that, Frankenstein's monster's (laughs) gone wrong. Whereas now, it looks like quite cool.
0: How come it's like almost back to normal when Theo Baker was like fucked for about six months?
1: I don't know if something went wrong with his. Because what he described to us is that when he... Should I go through the whole process? And then when I get to that Yeah, you part, may as well, because we've got nothing can... else, man. we yeah, <laughs> only about three minutes, so... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as I said, it all kind of went through tubes. Um, I'll, I'll... <laughs> Sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah. It all went through pee. Futurama. <laughs> 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 Um okay, fuck it. I went to um British hair clinic in um Shenfield, Essex. Um, this isn't an hashtag ad. They
2: gifted. haven't asked me to be hashtag gifted.
1: They haven't asked me to do any of this. I don't have to promote them on Happy Hour if I don't want to, but obviously I will because so far I'm happy and we're talking about it. So I went there and had essentially a little consultation where they kind of tell me what they can do. In regards to bringing the hairline further forwards or making it straighter, the other thing is that he told me for every millimetre of hair that they bring lower down, You have that's to give another... me a kiss on the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is definitely not bad form of I'm not, not at, I'm any sleep. I'm not any sleep. <laughs> uh, for every millimetre that they bring it down, that would be another 300 grafts from the back of your head. So it's such a big, like, that's such a big difference. that It's almost not worth it anyway, because they already take out quite a few thousand anyway. But we'll get there. So I go there. I do the consultation. He draws on the line, um, and then he shaves. Then they shave the head. The first part of the process is the extraction process. So um, I get there, I think the whole thing starts at around about eleven quarter past eleven. The extraction is where they take the grafts out of the back of your head. So that's the hairs one by one from the back of your head. This is probably the first five minutes. Of this is the most painful of the whole thing. It's vile pain. I'll be honest. Like hated it. They put anaesthetic into the back of your head. The needle doesn't hurt. It's like a little Botox needle, really thin needle. goes into your head. You feel like a sharp pain, but it's nothing. But the anaesthetic going in is like acid burning the back of your head. And <laughs> he had to put it in about 16 times. That's how he described it to me. It was like it's like an acid spreading through the back of your skin. Are, so,
0: they, are they hoping to get clients out of this? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, so I'll be honest. I'm going to be completely honest okay. about it. As I said, they haven't asked me to talk about it on here. I'm going to so why, are you why if you're such yeah. having <laughs> <in> your <head? laughs> Why are you
0: pretending that you didn't have to kiss him on the penis? God, i doing that. How did did car you were be- telling us. Yeah,
1: (laughs) they're gonna take the hair out of my head for this. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, they do. They do the anaesthetic on the back. It's it lasts about five minutes of quite bad pain. But like, obviously, some people are gonna handle it better than others. But I hated it. I was clenching my fist. You're on like a massage bed as well, so your head's like through a little hole, and I'm just looking at the floor, and I can just feel this happening in the back of my head, like gritting my teeth. Yeah. Um, And then is that
2: where he puts his penis?
1: I wish we kind of planned this episode more. No, so no, no, you're yeah. right, no. You can't um, plan comedy,
2: mate. <laughs> <laughs> can. Wait till you, you see my gig tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll prove it. <laughs> that's,
0: that's
2: another 100 <laughs> tickets yourself a <laughs> <laughs> Oh Um So,
1: yeah, once the anaesthetic... Kicks in, which, as I said, only takes about five minutes. The pain goes completely. Oh, and then for the next two and a half hours, you feel nothing. You also see nothing. Just inside
0: as well. <laughs> yeah, I feel nothing inside.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was before I got there. Um, so my face is down in this like massage bed, and you only have to move it slightly so they can get to the angles, because they that's when they start taking the hairs out. The way that works is they use like a small like circular type drill with a hole in the middle, and they cut around each hair individually, just stabbing it into your head each individual hair. And then they pluck it out like with tweezers, essentially, and pull out the full graft. That so they take it out
2: like the follicle and everything, the
1: whole thing, yeah, from the inside of the skin. Because if they just pluck it, obviously they're not going to be able to regrow inside the front. So
2: is it like when they when you get like a you buy a tree, but it's like in a pot?
1: Yeah. Like exactly that. that. Yeah. Imagine that. So you cut around that whole bit, and so you get yeah. all the roots. So that's essentially what they're getting—the root of the hair. Um, but they kept calling it graft. That makes me feel sick. <laughs> it is so. I. You I've, disgusting. <laughs> so to make you feel better, I could actually send you a little video of this for this. You filmed it because I, I vlogged the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So. Hashtag influencer. At, <laughs> at one point, when when they were filming, one of the guys came in and recorded that for me. So I've got that. It is a bit disgusting, but I didn't feel anything during that. So two and a half hours, I actually fell asleep during bits of it, and I'm just laying on a bed, and they're doing that to the back of my head. And then at the end of that, um, you got lunch. They gave me a nice sandwich and some sugar, like chocolate and Ribena. um, just Did you rate the meal deal? (laughs) It was essentially a meal They asked me in advance what sandwich I wanted, and I... I'm going to get rated badly for this. I asked oh, no. for, he gave me choices uh, like ham salad, chicken salad, and stuff. And I chose the egg mayo because I didn't think you can make an egg mayo sandwich wrong. Oh, you never you're kn-
0: saying it like they did? No. No, no, you, no. Where well, you went? I didn't think you could make an. No, egg. no I didn't. That mean, was when he brought I mean, out a sandwich with just a whole egg in it with a shell on.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what, of all the choices, uh, I was goodness. like, I could dislike a chicken salad. I could dislike like, whatever they do with that. The ham could be cheap ham or whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'll, egg mayo, you can't go wrong on. It's always the same. I like that he's got to be promoting them. He's like, I look like a place where they do cheap ham. <laughs> no, I don't know. You never know. So Billy Bear. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I had egg egg mayo. How much ki- did it
2: cost to get a hair transplant, roughly?
1: I think it can range massively. One, depending on how much you need. Two, depending on where you go. But I think it can be anywhere between two and a half thousand to five thousand Fucking pounds. Up. You, you got th- think they're going to get you a decent sandwich? Quite quite was, it you. was. It a very egg mayo. Yeah. It was a really good sandwich. Was it? Yeah, really liked it. I'd be wanting a foot long sub. It, it was a proper fresh. It was actually right near a subway. Was it? But um, it where was a you go in there. You got to ask why. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a proper fresh egg mayo sandwich. It was really nice. And then yeah, I had a Ribena and a Kit Kat because you need sugars because you've just been on the bed for ages. When I first got up. Anesthetics, like obviously still kind of there, and I was so dizzy, like just standing up, kind of walking over to go and eat lunch. Um, but you felt fine, as I said, I was, I was vlogging the whole thing, so I still spoke to the camera and whatnot. Yeah, um, and then after lunch, this is when the incision part happened. So, this oh. is quite gross. This is now you're on the other side, um, laying on the bed on your back now um, but they've just got a TV up on the wall so I was just watching Netflix same thing again anaesthetic into the front of the head this time didn't hurt as much as the back nowhere near as much but still about It's like 16 jabs into the head 16 So each needles? one. yeah well at a t- one at a time that was the same as the back like because you've got to cover the whole area so you go in do yeah, a little I've, bit I've had teeth taken out and then there's just just two in there yeah because uh, look how much of a small area they're covering for your teeth compared to all of the back of this yeah okay. if you had a thousand
2: teeth out you'd more
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah true true, true. Um, so yeah so um, oh also as I said with the with the grafts being taken out they have to count them one by one as they're doing it so you can't really talk to them anyway so you've got to be quite quiet the music's on and stuff and you can say what music you want on oh funnily enough they said that people have been in there and asked to listen to happy hour whilst having it done wow. so he, he knew about the podcast which wow. is cool oh. um, but, so, um, so
2: the anesthetic might not be the most painful thing of the day <laughs>
1: So, um, yeah, they took over 2,000 out of the back of my head. What if they lose count? Start again. They have
2: to put more back in and start again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as I have a fairly rough idea, it's going to be kind of fine. But, yeah, well well over 2,000 they took out of my hair. Um, Each graft can have one, two, or three hairs in it as well. So where people have, like, really thick hair, it's likely that their, their one kind of follicle graft has, like, three hairs in it. Right. So my... Amount of hairs equated to something like five and a half thousand hairs have gone back in, right? Rather than just the two thousand and a bit from the back, yeah. Um, so they put all the singles at the front, and then doubles and triples, so it thickens out. Um, Ooh. that's clever, isn't it? Yeah, so the front, this the worst part of the whole thing, gross wise. Great
2: question. How many hairs do you have in your head? Uh, a normal person like me, not free of nature, like you before. I
1: think you're fine, I don't mate. Know. Thank you, Jack. Oh, so Jack's being really nice to me um, today because he's he's um, doing like a warm up thing for Max Fosh tomorrow, and I'm going to be in the crowd. And he's worried no one else will laugh, so he's being nice to me. So that at least I'm there, going. <laughs> no, I just think you're beautiful inside and out. Carry on. Yeah, weird. Um, so yeah, the incision process Not is the next part, obviously. But... <laughs> oh, fucking hell! You can't resist, can you? <laughs> that might ruin your night tomorrow. Know, you can't yeah. Resist. There's a hundred thousand hairs on the average person's head. Oh, wow. That's a lot, isn't it? My 5,000 sounds shit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so incision process, exactly the same with the anesthetic along the front hairline. They do it along the line that they're drawing because that's that they've drawn on because that's where they obviously want the new hairs to go. The incision is like, he described it as like a needle that is the perfect depth so that when he puts it in, he can't get it wrong. So it's like, say, half a millimeter in, or one millimeter in depth or something and he puts it in and it just stabs a hole into my head. And again, couldn't talk to him during this process because he had to count two thousand seven hundred holes that he put into my head. So he makes the holes first. So he did the in yeah. So the holes had to be stabbed into the head for well, so, them. So he doesn't stab a hole, put the hair in. He just stabs all stabs the, all two thousand seven hundred holes. What? That's and as he doing it, slowly really going. <laughs> he's just he's, so he's got like two and a half times magnifying glasses on so my it will look like he can get in between so where where that hair was really thin in the middle he did loads in that bit but even the front bit where he said oh I could actually add some extras in there if there was a big enough gap for him to make a hole he did he did some in the front as well so yeah had to do that and that that took about probably about an hour and a half as well I'd say and then once we'd finished that, It went on to the final part, which is putting all those grafts back into your hair. Hang on.
0: Before that, you said you've had 2,500 or however many. Yeah. A needle stabbed you in the head 2,500
1: times. Did that hurt? That must have hurt. No, because I'm on anaesthetic. Right. So it's just a whole stat. It's like, it just feels a bit numb. It felt a little bit like a head massage, if anything. Because it's just going. Oh, right. But like, yeah. So that that took a while. I was just watching a film on Netflix. Yeah, what did you watch? uh, The Judge, Robert Downey Jr. film. It was good. Right. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It was two and a half hours long as well, so I chose a long one because I knew it would be a long process. Better or worse than that weird film where they all live in the house. And like, vivarium? Yeah. Well, way better.
0: Okay, fair enough. I actually liked it. Maybe we'll bring Film Club back.
1: <laughs> That's the <laughs> whole review Success last time,
0: wasn't it? Oh, Absolute um, cesspit of a segment. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, they did all the, all, this, all the stabby holes into the front of my head um, and then... Uh, so, the, oh yeah, I should have said there's a surgeon, and then there's like his two. I don't know what you'd call them. I don't want to say assistants because they're obviously very good at what they H- do. um <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so kicks. <laughs> he he did anything that was kind of deemed as surgical. So he did the anaesthetic and he did the um, stabbing into the holes. But they did the plucking out the hairs, and they that those two also came back in and put all the hairs back in. And again, what they're doing at the same they, time, working on your head, like. The when two you're a of kid, them, yeah. You do so a if, joint colouring. Yeah. So one of them was putting hairs into this side. One of them was putting hairs into the other side. You yeah, had two people on your head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> good, on, good on them. Good on
1: Putting <laughs> them back in took about three and a half hours because they're having to pick up the grafts from this pot one by one, putting them all back into the head, and also making sure they're doing the ones with the single hairs and the double hairs and the triple hairs in the right place. Right. Because um, that like, sounds it, a boring job. That. It, well, I, I imagine it's fairly well paid though, isn't it? It's got to be. I don't know, I didn't ask. Go, How would you get my money for this? Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of the whole process. Um, this is what you asked about Theo Baker, is why his healing process didn't seem to go as well as mine. I'm, this is a complete guess, but it's kind of based on the conversation we had with him. He said about... So w- when they finished all this, they bandaged up the back of my head, but just left the front. They cleaned it up, but didn't put anything on the front of my head. Because if, if I was to risk pulling off a bandage from that, I could be pulling all the grafts out. Oh, right. So the worst part of the... Pro- the, the whole transplant process was about eight it's weird hours that you long say,
0: sorry it's it's weird that you say transplant but you you everything else you say nachos tacos and Ronaldo, but then i still saying transplant because i'm
1: still, saying, say I'm still yeah. saying
0: plant though yeah but you'd say i say transplant
1: yeah so i think my brain's stuck in this way i couldn't figure out how to say it i was streaming and i kept going how do you say it and i was going transplant 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 and so i used youtube and someone on there said transplants. So I've just been saying that since. Oh, right. Okay. How long so did you say tune it to,
2: the... Tune in to Stevie Streep. <laughs> <performance.
1: laughs> They're really entertaining. Um, so how long did it take? It was about eight and a half hours, I want to say. I'm being they... stabbed
0: in the head repeatedly.
1: Yeah, but it's all, you're numb the whole time. The, I'd say out of that eight and a half, nine hours, 10 minutes was pain.
0: This is an important question. Are you more numb when you do that or when you leave the studio every Thursday? <laughs>
1: studio um, he should have just come and done it during one of these episodes wouldn't have needed the anaesthetic um, so yeah so it's about eight and a half hours long the worst part of this whole process has been the recovery so much worse than the actual surgery really yeah so you, you have to so follow it's things so worse than
2: having acid burning the back yeah, of your yeah, head yeah honestly
1: <laughs> I like, weren't the, the recovery... oh, sold before but now I am <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the recovery process you, you you have a list of things you just have to follow so I don't know whether something went wrong with Theo's or whether he didn't follow it to his Tea, but I've been like on it, like probably too much. Like, I've been sleeping on the sofa instead of bed because I'm slightly worried of rolling in bed, whereas on the sofa, I've not got room to roll. But like the first two nights after, you have to sleep with like a airplane pillow, like a neck pillow. You have to sleep on your back and you also have to sleep at like a 45 degree angle. Oh, wow. So the first two nights, I got five hours sleep over those two nights. That's, that's How did bad you prop yourself up and um, just three. pillows? So you pillows. Told me are you not about you about made
0: Ariane stay up all night just holding you up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah how many pillows have
2: you got?
1: We've, well, I've got like I oh, was because I was on the sofa. We've got like sofa pillows and stuff as well. So cushions. Just, cushions, cushions, yeah. yeah. So we just used what we could. But I'm still sleeping on my back now because I'm still not allowed to touch the top of my head until day 14, and I'm on day 12. So what I'm at at the moment is kind of like they're still small scabs. So anyone watching this on YouTube, it doesn't look gross on the screen at all, but it's just like ever so slight scabs. But um, they'll come off in the next couple of days. But right. yeah, so the 14 days, you have to spray your hair every couple of hours with a saline solution. Um every you have to use like savlon and tea tree oil on the back of your head to make sure that heals fine back what? of my head's absolutely fine what, no so stab? it looks no nothing at all so
0: where they've taken the hairs out of the back and put them in the front yeah
1: is your back not weird now like dead i've got the photos of what that looked like that does look a little bit gross when they first done it but you can see all the hairs that they've kept in still it's not like they take out every hair Oh There's right. loads of hairs still
0: there but the back of your head will be thinner than it was then
1: I don't know. I'd never actually asked, but I always have the back and sides of my head shaved, so it wouldn't affect me. Yeah. Does it have to be head hair? I imagine so. I think it will grow in a different way if it's anywhere else. Great if they pubes in his head, wouldn't it?
0: I used to know someone that got burnt, right, and they had needed the skin graft, so they took it from like the pubic bit, and then it would they'd grow pubes in their arm.
1: Wish that happened to Stevie's head. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah so the, so the recovery yeah the recovery is Stevie's pube <laughs> not to get some someone else's <laughs> Um, <laughs> I haven't taken enough out, just took <laughs> a few of these in. The, re- the recovery has been awful, but like I've just been, so I haven't left the house or anything because I didn't want to gross anyone out, was kind of like my reasoning. You can leave the house. Like some people go back to work within a few days, three to five days people go back to work, but you're not allowed to exercise, you're not allowed to shower properly. Well, you can shower, but you have to avoid getting it on your hair. You start washing your hair like a baby. So like I put it in um, lukewarm water in a cup with baby shampoo and pour it on my head. Um, so there's loads of things you have to follow like to the T I'm obviously not telling people exactly what to do right now because if they're going to do it go and get it done Yeah. Um. but like yeah the last two weeks have been just boring stuck indoors so I've literally just streamed constantly you, this would have been a good time for you to get COVID I don't think there's ever a good time to get COVID. Yeah, but everyone needs that natural immunity. Also, imagine if you're ill from COVID, that healing process might not go as well yeah, because true, your body's fighting true. everything else. Probably oh, don't. Just to get- be clear, not
2: everyone needs to go and get natural immunity. <laughs> <Just laughs> do not take medical advice. It's true. That is true.
3: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com.
1: うん。but yeah, that, that's kind of everything to it. Oh, the one thing as well is, I think it's from the anaesthetic falling down your face for gravity. But my face swelled up like a balloon over about four or five days. So I'll give you the photos for that. That was my favourite day. So his face then, first, it first it <laughs> swelled at the top of my forehead where the anaesthetic went in and Ariane kept calling me Dolphin Boy because right. my forehead came out like a dolphin. Then it dropped to just above my eyebrows and I looked like Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> And then it dropped to my eyes and my eyes bruised and I just looked like I'd been stung by a wasp. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle.
0: Ironically, but- when you look like Buzz Lightyear, it gave me a woody. <laughs>
1: But that that's I'd say that's kind of a quick version of the whole process. As I said, right. I've vlogged the whole thing so I'll upload it online and people can look hmm. at it properly. You say quick, 24 minutes,
0: but I hope it's-
1: <laughs> We're <do> you- back. <laughs> How do you feel now that you've had it done? So, why this- did you have it done first of all? So, I had it done partially because this is my job now. I think if I was there's, there's a couple of reasons. One, I'm 28 and I felt being bald. I felt like I looked about 38, whether people thought it or not. I felt like I would looked a lot older than I still am. So I wanted to kind of retain some youth whilst I still can. So that's one reason. Two, you mentioned the, um, I shouldn't, I'll always say it doesn't get to me, but there are some fucking knobheads online. And one of the things that always sticks to me is when I was shaving my head for the charity thing, when Ariane pulled my hair back to shave it, a couple of people, like most people were obviously being lovely because we just raised that amount of money but there were a couple of hot comments being like oh it's good that you're shaving it off with that hairline anyway and I was like well you're a fucking knob like I'm doing this for charity and like there's still comments like that mm. um, and then had the a been... point though was it Mac Bain <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Bobby Pox <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah there's a few knobheads online like you um and uh yeah and and then it's just like yeah just ma- the main reasons why we just wanted to kind of retain that youth and it looks so much different now um, it does look good, does it, it, does is, look good it is it's yeah. crazy different really good unreal uh, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm laughing sure. in advance for tomorrow's gig yeah um <laughs> But yeah, so it's, it's such a big difference and uh, the only thing I need to say now because people are going to be looking at this and then they might see what it looks like in a couple of weeks. There's a process that's coming up that I don't know how, how it's going to go yet but there's a process called shedding which is where the hairs that they've put back into your head fall out. So in, <laughs> over the next t- two, <laughs> so, so I'll explain it. So over the next couple of weeks all the all those hairs from the back could fall out. I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if it's because they're like dead hairs or in shock. Because they've been out oh, of Oh, we your-
2: did t- mate <laughs>
1: because they they've been out of your head for so long and then put back in I don't know if it's because it's like dead, dead hair like dead skin and stuff and it all just falls out not all of it but some of it does so it might start to look as it did before but the graft's still under the hair, the follicle and everything's still there, so it then grows back through. So normally after a hair transplant, they say it's between like four months to six months where it gets some good growth, and then after like a year to 18 months, it looks perfect. Right. So there is a chance someone's going <laughs> to click on this video and go, oh, i going got hair, oh, it looks really good, and then click it on the next video. looking good now. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Means, yeah. Tubes looks
0: really good. Um, I've not seen Tubes' hair in a while. Does it's, it look good? Yeah, yeah. it yeah. does, yeah. As I
1: said, he's calling himself
2: Sir Quiff Richard. He well, started growing it a bit, and oh, I want to go properly. I want, I, want, I want Stevie as well in a year
1: to be like shoulder? <laughs> And <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to go for. I've yeah. watched some of Tubes'
2: recent videos, but he's always
0: he wearing a hat. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he calls
1: himself, this is quite funny because I messaged him about it. He called himself, he calls himself Sir Quiff Richard now. And I thought, oh, I'll be funny and I'll come up with one. So I said, oh, once mine comes back through, I'm going to start calling myself Quiffy Clyro. And that's good. Quiff Tarrant. But I didn't realise Biffy Clyro named themselves Biffy Clyro because of Cliff Richard. No, it's because somebody said, can you pass me that Clippy Byro? But he said it wrong. And he said Biffy Clyro. No, that's what I heard. Oh no, they they um when they were bored, they used to like play a game where they'd imagine celebrities sold really mundane items. So they said Sir Cliff Cliff Richard start selling biro pens, and they just flipped it to Biffy Clyro. Was it? Yeah, I read about it because I said it on stream, and someone went, "No, this is actually why they did it." And I read the lead singer of Biffy Clyro doing it. Do you know why Green Day called Green Day? Why
0: entered a school talent show? They were terrible, and the judge who was a teacher at the school said it'll be a green day in hell if you ever make it as a band wow like that two-door cinema club do you know why they called two-door cinema club because there was a place called the tudor cinema club and then someone for years thought it was the two-door cinema club so he went i went down the two door and everyone was like what are you on about do you
2: know know why kings of leon are called kings leon
0: because three of them are brothers one of them's the cousin and the dad is leon
2: cool I, I didn't know, I was asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just know why every band is called yeah. a Hit me with more. Um, the Fray. That's because when they were first... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: already know it's going to come up with a bullshit no,
0: story. No, when they were first invented, <laughs> invented um, they were close to being bankrupt. And one of them said, look, this post, you know, you got my heart in a headlock. Yeah. They sing that, right? Yeah. I think. No, it's the feeling. All right. Well, the fray, they've got a banger. And, uh, oh, <laughs> how, to how to save, save a life. It. How to Do save a life. Da, da, da. Yeah. That one, how to save a life. They were close to being bankrupt. They said, look, let's just release this. And if we're still on the fray after this goes out, then we'll have to change our name. All right. And what about the feeling? Because you started to sing their song instead. That's because when they released it, they went, oh, we're millionaires now. What a, what a feeling.
2: So they released it before they had a name. <laughs>
0: Make the last it's two a, it's up there's a song at number one in the charts but the band haven't got a name yet do you know why the Jonas Brothers are called the Jonas Brothers
1: <laughs> why I don't know <laughs> probably because their brothers called with the surname Jonas do you know Matt why Liam Gallagher's five. called Liam Gallagher <laughs> <laughs> this has been the best segment of this episode uh, but yeah basically I had a hair transplant it looks alright now I'm happy with it so far but hopefully in a few months time it'll grow through but I still can't do anything at the moment can you like header a football no can you headbutt? Could, could you
2: before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: right. I've you, got a massive head. Can you headbutt a bouncer? I can't let anything touch my head at the moment. I can't wear hats. This is the, one of the first times I've worn a t-shirt since it happened. You have to wear button-up shirts for ages because you've got to be really cautious of touching it because you can dislodge the grafts. Wow. So I've been like proper cautious of everything. Only button-up shirts.
2: Is it's there any good. bits where you've sort of bumped it or anything? You've gone, oh, oh no. No,
1: no. Oh, I mean, I've right been, don't I've been like it. stupid cautious. That's cool. Probably boring, if anything, but it's, yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, fair enough. Well, looks all right, and that's
0: really annoying, but it does.
1: I like this, because when I first shaved my head bald as well, you guys wanted to mug me off, and then you, could, you said the same thing, so. That might yeah. happen to you, though. You might... Lose an arm in an accident or something. Great.
2: It's weird that you've gone away for a bit and he's like having operations done to his head and that. Just something he's a bit, got a bit mental. So he's been away. <laughs> I've got so in his head. I mean, got if in you've been head. away for another couple of weeks, you have had an army amputated <laughs> or something. <laughs> Can you
1: stay here for a while? <laughs> and
2: all his teeth ripped out.
1: Hardest teeth in Britain? <laughs> yeah, no can't, chance. You can't. What have you can't. Well, been yeah. up to, Robbie?
2: Uh, not much, really. Um, <laughs> I went to watch. Norwich
1: game with Stevie yeah we went and saw a game together I had Bovril for the first we, time was we that were before, hanging before or after the headphones before
2: front? yeah just before we, we, we'd hang out even though you weren't there yeah that's weird it Real that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really awkward it was lovely it was a lovely time I, went, I love
1: I did, you know. Otto asked if I can come round afterwards yeah but he asked he everyone that he asked yeah, he the does. weight of that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he,
2: he, he, he genuinely we, we met someone afterwards who, who uh, recognised and came up and talked to us and Otto started going um, uh, can I tell him our address going, no <laughs> absolutely not
0: I feel sorry for the guy that saw you two and I went there. Yeah. (laughs) It must be like meeting the third Gallagher. (laughs) Paul. (laughs) Sorry, I I know I'm not Liam and Noel equally. That's a bit.
1: (laughs) Just one of them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The two third Gallagher. What was Bovril like? Just put it before that. Jesus had brothers. Did he? Yeah, like how bad must that have been? Like it's one thing if you're like. But they're all the sons of God then, surely. Nah. Well, no, Well, half brothers and step half brothers, I guess. It's not the same, is it? Well, it's a bit like. Oh, you. What's your um? What's your brother do? Oh, like for, like like someone for, for a, a sibling of a view. It must be like oh, your sister. Oh, he's he's this big. Deal. Or it is, you know. He's so like, Nolan Liam, he's, he's Liam combined. But if you are like that, there you go. What's your brother do? Oh, it's, it's is he a carpenter like you? No, no. He's he's, he's the um, son of Christ, saving the human race. <laughs> <laughs> must be like, oh, what? Are you? He's what? And what
1: do you do? What yeah. do you do? No, Yeah, like um, yeah Bovril was. It- <laughs>
2: plan these it's magic
1: <laughs> oh. Bovril uh, was just like drinking gravy nothing like I, I've, I've made gravy before and it tastes the same really because I've
0: heard it's like a meaty gravy drink but what part of it is meaty is there little
2: chunks of meat in there no, no. It's like they make it see the Bovril I've learned a lot about Bovril recently mm. um, if you get Bovril at home it comes in like a jar it's like a paste like a right. sort of, it's like almost like Marmite sort of really sticky tar like you put hot water in but if you buy it like a football stadium I think it's some powder and they add hot water to it it literally um, just tastes it like just tastes drinking a bit gravy like, like sort of more liquid. It's not as thick as a lot of gravy. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, I like gravy. Uh, it's, kids love it. Do you yeah, love they're... it? I love how much it's they love it. It's quite
2: good, yeah. I, I always worry if I don't get a bovril how I'm going to get 64% of my salt intake for the day. <laughs> <of> the <laughs> yeah,
1: it's mad salt. Is it? Really? Yeah, salt? But yeah. salt. But it's nice. Salt,
2: it's
0: good, yeah. But, but why is that synonymous with football?
2: I don't know. I think it's just warming, I guess. It's just a drink that I remember it from The 80s Bovril, that's why I like the retro appeal of it.
0: I'd quite like to go to a winter game and have a Bovril now. Well, let's do it. Talk me out. All right. You seem to have connections in Norwich now. Like I do. I do have
2: quite a lot of connections in Norwich. I've been for two runs, well, last two Sundays. The first Sunday, Darren Huckabee's wife drove by and waved at me. And then this Sunday, Ian Roberts' wife drove by and waved at me. So, who's going to be next? Wow. Grant Holt. Yeah. His wife. (laughs) I don't know who she is, maybe she will. Can, Can well. Maybe, if yeah. His
0: girlfriend or something? I
1: don't think he'll have a wife but, at that age, really. he?
2: I do, you never know. Footballers quite often get married quite young, I find.
0: But
1: yeah. I, I'd true. say the most important part of that sentence is that you've been for a run because...
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: You're I'm, doing the Edinburgh Marathon. As are you, Jack? You're doing the Edinburgh Marathon.
2: Yeah, we're both doing it to raise money for
1: charity. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're... You have to do it because you, cause you signed mugged up. me off on Twitter for saying I'm not doing it.
0: And you have signed I up. I you off on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to
1: do it. What did I say? You both did. We've,
2: yeah, I mean... What, when we're,
0: trying to, when we're trying to peer pressure you into doing a marathon?
1: <laughs> and then you're not even going to do it yourself. The joke He's was that you it. can't
0: peer pressure someone into doing a
1: fucking <laughs> marathon. I would have it's done like, it. It's get-
0: bad timing. No, no, I refuse. If you just want to say to me you don't want to do a marathon, that's fine. You can't say it's bad timing because you're going to an Ed Sheeran gig
1: two days before Stevie. <laughs> I'm going to an Ed Sheeran gig on the Friday. That's not in, an excuse. In Cardiff, so I've got to go from Norwich to Cardiff, yeah. Cardiff back to Norwich, <laughs> and, the, and then meet you after. <laughs> what do you do before the Friday
0: is irrelevant? Robbie's right. done, Robbie's doing, done the science on this. You can still get there before us if you left at the same
2: time. It's a shorter drive from Bristol to
0: Edinburgh.
3: Yeah, I won't than be prepared. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go and enjoy my time in Wales. Yeah, that's fine. But it's, it's yeah, not that's th- different from saying you can't do it. Yeah, okay, so yeah I'm gonna enjoy yeah. my time. What are you gonna do? Why aren't you doing it? That's absolutely fine. I will do it, just despite
0: you now. Okay, good. There you go. I've yeah, helped. yeah, and I'll have a hair transplant while I'm doing it.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and
0: that'll be a piece of piss. Yeah. And I won't look that buzzed.
1: You're actually not allowed to go to the gym or exercise a week before a hair transplant. A week before? Yeah. Or drink. So I haven't. I haven't had an alcoholic drink in three weeks. How do you feel? Sober. Yeah. You should try it. <laughs> Um, I just can't do it. Yeah. How how is the marathon training going? It's going
2: quite well. I did a video of this on my channel because I wanted to show that you uh, how unfit I was at the beginning of it and not having not run. That's, That's more I'm impressive
1: getting, though at the end, is not it? Yeah, I think I think because
2: I I do believe that anyone who can run and doesn't have a a reason reason medical reason why you can't if you can run a bit you can run a marathon eighteen weeks later.
0: I am quite impressed that you did a. Uh... You did a 5K like to start, hmm. and you said you were fucking struggling with that. And now you've just b- bust out a 13K. That's like, nothing.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's if you do do training, you get better at it. And How- that's what I didn't really understand when I started. No, because you sort of know that professional sports people do training. But I said, if I do training as well, it also helps. How come, though, in January
0: this year, yeah. I ran a 5K every single day? Yeah. And I could never really... I did, like, an 8K once, but I didn't feel like I could push on from that.
2: Well, one, I do Sunday runs, the long runs, I do a lot slower than other runs. Cause I think that's sensible. because, And basically, I think you progress by following a training plan. I've got a friend who does, like, wins... She's an Australian girl, win, like, would win triathlons and stuff. And she says the key for training is if you just go out and run 5K every day, it's obviously useful fitness, but it doesn't help you improve as much. If you do, like speed stuff so maybe you do like six quite fast 400 meters or 800 meters or something like that and then the next week you maybe do five fast ones of these and just with like a couple of minutes walking in between that helps you get faster and if you do like long slow runs at the weekend or whatever that will help you run further so eventually the combination of the two makes you run faster yeah
0: it's weird it's yeah. weird i could never do more than 5k when yeah. i was doing that month but are you then... eating better as well
2: mm, a little bit didn't you do you've gone veggie again I did for COP twenty six. I did two weeks of plant based eating. I don't know what that is. It's the big environmental conference. I've seen a lot on the
0: news. Yep. and just kind of done other things.
2: Yeah, Greta Thunberg involved in that. She got she turned up. Yeah, did she? Yeah, she was there. She,
1: there was that weird video of her saying, "Stick your climate crisis up your ass or something. I don't know. And I was like, "That's that's against your message." surely. Th- is that what she said? Yeah, shove your climate crisis up your ass. Why? She was singing into a mic, I don't know. Is like, that
0: because that's what other people have been singing at her? So she's doing it like sarcastically. Like know. when you go in a pub and you go, oh, we all hate Stevie White. Like you don't, you love them. I don't do that. <laughs> Whenever
2: you walk into a pub, you do it.
0: Yeah, every time, every time. Fan from the murderers. <laughs> do you remember when I met you once and you was walking down the street and you pointed at yourself and went, only one Stevie yeah. White. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can't do that. <laughs>
2: this isn't true. So when are you gonna start training, Jack? Yeah. We well, gotta start. He's not I was gonna terrible. do it.
1: He's gonna do it. I'm no. Adamant he won't do it. You've oh. signed up, you've paid your money, haven't you? You're not Adamant. What? <laughs> <That's good sense. laughs> I'm uh, Prince Charming. That's one of Adamant's songs. Oh Sorry. is it? Oh
0: yeah. no, didn't know. Uh yeah, no, I I I was running a bit in Jamaica. So I was away for three weeks, people mm-hmm. know this, if you listen to the Calfreezy and Chip episode that was out on Monday. How many days did you run in Jamaica? Uh, five or six, and to be fair, I was only there 14 days, so
2: I was doing every other day, um, and then I sort of just got drunk. And oh, you've been jet-lagged ever since, it's fine, but you just got to start now, haven't you? <sighs> yeah. Got to start, get tomorrow or something.
0: To be fair, I do like running in the winter. It yep. clears the lungs. It makes me feel a lot better than when I feel in, when I run in the summer. When I used to, when I run in the summer, I don't know if like I don't know if it's just a mindset, but I just get home, I'm all sticky and sweaty and tired, and I don't really feel that much better in the winter because you're indoors and it's cold. You run, you come back, you feel energized, ready to do stuff. But but basically, like and and the listeners will be very aware of this because of this um little ten minute opening I'm doing for Max. For, like Max probably hates hearing this because he's actually doing like an hour long show, and I'm just doing ten minutes at the start. But he's a seasoned comic now he's done a tour I'm really nervous about it and I don't I'm not very good at reciting reciting monologues and stuff but like if I now have a, like, I have have a few jokes written but if I now try to recite them now I would trip over my words so I haven't got anything planned <laughs> is what I'm <laughs> is what I'm trying to say and uh, that's just been plaguing my mind a lot I've been th- worried about it so I think after tomorrow when that's done and out the way new
2: year new me's back baby training commences yes Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. we could do like the Sunday runs together. We can do like a long run. Because that's I think the best bit of doing <laughs> marathon training is that at the end of it you get up to on a Sunday you might be running for three hours and like do like 20 miles or something and you can get a long way in 20 miles. If you go somewhere yeah. that you can get back from like someone that's either got a bus or a train back or something like that. Yeah. You can really explore. You can, I think you can get to Aecol from
0: Norwich. <laughs> I, when I did two half marathons last summer mm-hmm. I run to Aylesham and back. Nice. And that was pretty cool. I think that's eleven kilometers away.
2: Yeah, yeah. Did explore places you never been just wandering. Go, Ooh,
0: but that. I would, I would do it, and then my legs would just be fucked for four days after.
2: Yeah, but the more you're doing it, you build up a bit. I think you're supposed to add like no more than like ten percent to the amount of to the distance you're doing in a week. each really? Week, I think, and then i started to do that for like three weeks, then drop off for a bit, and then carry on.
1: You were also running yeah. every single day, so you never gave yourself time to recover.
2: I wasn't running every single day when I did the two marathons.
0: That was when I did the five k every no. day Jan, Yeah. And follow um, a training plan is what I'm saying, and then it helps. In our Christmas set last year, we did New Year's resolutions, and I said, oh, I want to run 600 kilometers this year. I did 5K every day in January, and after that, I thought, fuck, am I ever running again? So I, you can overdo it.
1: Yep, you I can't can. even remember what I said I'd do. You haven't run once.
2: You said you were gonna shave off your head and then have a hair transplant. Oh,
1: I've smashed
0: it. I've done so well. <laughs> and like give the surgeon a little kiss on the penis. Oh because, <laughs> so, yeah, you were very adamant about that. Yeah. Please stop. It was not adamant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. <sighs> so, so, so,
1: Jack, you've you went to Vegas, you told me about it on another episode. Yeah, you've to listen to. But apparently there was a really good story um about Area fifty one that not, you didn't tell us, and not, obviously Robbie's here. It's not big at us too much. <laughs> You're gonna use it for
2: the Max Clash end
1: Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can be the judge of that. Right. God, cool,
0: I just itched my head. It's quite sore when you itch the back of your head. I can't imagine. Well, mine is. Cause... Yeah, that's what I mean, though. But it must be sore. Like a sore nerve ending there, no?
1: Yeah, well, I'm not itching it. Fair enough. Good on you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, obviously I went to Vegas. You heard the poker stories last week. Robbie, you'll have to listen back, mate. If you this, want, week. If you, this week. This week. We went out to Area 51.
2: Mm. alien uh,
0: country. Yeah. Now, I've been out there before. I went out there with a, with an old manager of mine, good guy, and we went. Out, <laughs> he was a good guy. We went out to the gates, uh, but but the time when we went before, we did a bit of research in the in the town of Rachel, which is the closest town, cl- habitable town closest to the gates of Area Fifty One. We did a bit of research, but we didn't actually go in anywhere really. This time we did. So it was me, Chip, and Freezy, and Chip's a big believer in ETS and that extraterrestrial life, and we learnt a few things and a few spooky things happened. And there is one spooky thing that happened, which I will eventually get to, that I don't think... I think Robbie will believe, because he's more like logic, and Robbie probably won't find it that spooky. You'll probably think I'm just winding you up. But this happened, right? So, first of all, we get the car, and we go out to... There's like this big tin... uh, It's called the Alien Research Centre, but really all it is is just... um, like a like a merch <laughs> yeah. stall or so, what is it called like souvenir shop a shop yeah and Gift all, shop. yeah no, like I said to the woman in there like I went to her like she she's about maybe like. Eight. <laughs> probably like 80 miles or something from the from Area 51, but it's in the middle of nowhere, because that's another thing I should explain. You drive out into the desert to Rachel on these big roads, these like single roads, but you can obviously nail it. And then to get to Area 51, you're driving just in sand. Like you're not even driving on a road. Were you but. all in one car? No, we was in convoy. So there was me at the back, Cal in the middle and Chip at the front. Uh, but we get to the uh, research centre and I say to the lady, I was like, you probably get this a lot, but... Do you believe in aliens? And honestly, I know I've said this before, but they they react as if you've just said, "Have you ever seen a tree?" Do you know what I mean? It's like that. Yeah, like there's no. It's not even a case of do you believe. It's like if I said to you, "Do you believe in water?" You, you just you'd be like, "That's insane." So, it's quite it's quite freaky. We then went to. Um, the place called The Little Alien. And I've got a few like little secrets for you here. Now, uh the guy that works there was just a hell of a character. He's probably like 30. And he's like, yeah, come, I'll make you a cup of joe. I'd, I arrived here a year ago. I never left. Got And then he went, you guys want a job? So you just go, yeah, I want a job. You start tomorrow. Like that. He's just a very strange. I wouldn't be surprised if when we left, he pulled a mask off and he was a fucking alien. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah, but he went. Uh, oh, by the way. Um. They have all these dollars hanging from the ceiling, like like little things that people leave there as well. Like oh, at the alien, at the little alien, yeah. And we was in, and uh, I promoted Happy Hour on my dollar. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know how many people are going to read it and then go, but I put Jack Mate was abducted here, and then the date, and then on the back I put. Listen to Happy Hour podcast, and then I also put he drinks Estrella, he eats paella, Pablo Formas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the first time Pablo Formas has ever been mentioned in there.
2: Did you claim the dollar back from Spotify? <laughs> but <laughs> on Expenses, expense, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, there, there was this like there, there was this guy at the bar who worked there, and he has like long hair, and he was like proper like stoner type, right, red eyes like that. And I said to him, "Oh, do you mind if we get some content in there?" And he went, "No video recording, no audio recording." But you can take photos. Just walked off. That's the last I saw of him. It's a bit spooky. A bit weird. Mm. Do you know who Bob Lazar is?
1: No, I know the name. So he's been on
0: the Joe Rogan podcast a few times, as he claims to have worked in Area 51. Uh, I've got a story about him. Let's have a look at him. Go back on his bio, please. I want to see... Want To see what it says, Stephen King. It does look a bit, yeah. Uh, Robert Scott Lazar is an American conspiracy theorist who claims to have been hired in the late 1980s to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology and what uh, at what he described as a secret site called S4. So he's been on, um, Joe Rogan, he's written books about this weird stuff that's going on at Area 51. A lot of people think that it's just a military base where they test like new military aircrafts and stuff, which I think is true. But he claims that there's other shit going on there, aliens and shit. This guy who's in the bar. The alien is obviously an inn as well, so people can stay there. Yeah. And there's these free men walking there, like truckers, like proper American types. And there's this guy called Jim... I think it was Jim. And uh, he comes in and he can hear us talking about aliens and then he comes over and he's like... Do you believe in aliens? I'm like, nah, I'm not too sure. Do you? He's like, I'm not sure. He's like, I, I, I've been checking in once a year at the alien for the last twenty years. I just, I park my chair out near the, outside the gates and I watch the jets fly. So he obviously just likes that. And then he said, Do you know who Bob Lazar is? And I was like, No, he didn't. He just assumed I did. So he went, You know Bob Lazar? And I was like, Yeah. And Fiona didn't, but she kind of like went along with it. And then he got his phone out and there was a picture of him, like a really old fashioned picture. And he went, That's me and Bob, 1971. And I was like, Oh wow, you can tell it's Bob Lazar and he went I tell you now you could put a gun to his head and ask if aliens exist and he'd look you dead in the eye and say no he was a scientist and it's like it's so weird that this guy was so anti-alien then he gets a job at Area 51 and now he's like the bigger people call, think he's a like a conspiracy theory nut but there must be something in it like this man's showing me that he's growing up with a lad that unless he just realised he can make a fuck ton of money re- releasing these books and he's done it that way
1: Imagine he doesn't believe in aliens and he's making that much money from it.
0: Yeah, I know it's weird, but um, so we're there, and 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 like dusk is falling now, so it's getting a bit dark, right? And then we say to the guy who works there, this, this weird, strange lad, who's like we're going to go out to the gates. He's like, yeah, go out to the gates, man. He went, make sure you take a photo next to the sign that says no photos allowed. He went, everyone does it. As long as you're not on their patch, you're fine. And we asked him how to get there. And apparently you go to this letterbox. Do you know about the letterbox? It's like a famous thing no. that's in the desert. Cause no. it says like, it says area 51 letterbox on it. And then he said that so many people were fucking idiots that for years, they thought that was the air, the letterbox for area 51. Like they're just going to have people put their co- confidential things. It, it, all it was, was a letterbox to someone, that lived in Rachel and just did it as like a tourist thing and people believed it Um, but we believed Chip believed it and was like oh where's the Area 51 letterbox and he was like it's not actually that that's just something idiots believe and we are all there like okay (laughs) but he said to us he said right go up to the letterbox turn right and then, and then you drive for 20 miles, you'll see the lights of, it, of the gate and then, and you'll know you're there. He said, drive slow because obviously we're in rental cars and it will chuck up dirt and stuff. And then he said, when you get five miles out of the gate, it will turn into a road just randomly. And it does, which is weird. But every, every so so many yards, there's a big pothole. Like, which is like, why wouldn't you fix that? It's only five miles of road. Like why well, not even that probably, but why maybe five minutes of road. But yeah. Why wouldn't you fix it? And he said that's because it, he thinks, and this is a theory, but if the you know it's patrolled by government bodies that yeah. like there's a thing called Sniper Hill, you see a guy sat up there with a sniper. He thinks if anyone ever does anything and gets away, they're gonna use the road and hit the, the, potholes. the potholes where the government trucks will just drive on, on the sand. Yeah. Which is quite weird, but So the first thing is we're driving and Fee and I put on the Beatles album don't know why Uh, oh because we were talking about tiktok and you know eleanor rigby that song it's a bit of a tiktok meme at the moment oh is it yeah it goes all the lonely people like that It's quite scary so we were like trying to spook ourselves out a little bit listening to that and we're driving our headlights can only just see the car in front and it's like it is i know we're only in the desert but it is a little bit spooky it's like pitch black you can't see anything around yeah we're going to the gates of area 51
2: where you're told not to go and then um so if you, sorry. If you're driving across sand, how do you know? Is there it, is it like a track in the sand?
0: Not not really.
2: No, it's um,
0: yeah. I think I think what it is is it starts off as a road, and then you just kind of keep going straight. I can't remember what we did. Maybe there or maybe there's like uh, like a little fence every now now and then. I don't yeah. really know. But mainly it's because there's a light. So you're just kind of just heading towards this light right. until you find the road sort of thing. But I can't remember. And, and again, I went at the front, so I'm just following the two in, two in front yeah. really. Um, and then, so the first thing that happens is, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, straight road pretty much. So there's, we, we stop, we come into a halt and Fiona's obviously a bit bit scared. She's like, don't just stop. I'm like, They're stopping. And then there's a car coming this way. And I remember last time we, I think we saw one of the government cars because it comes speed and then slows down next to you. But this car just stops. I do my window down and it's this woman she's really scared and she's like oh my god you scared the life out of me and we're like oh sorry she was like yeah i just went up to see the gates like i've lived here for a year that's the first time i've been out so that's weird that that'd be the first time you're out you lived here for a year and i don't know if i said this on the pod before but last time i went out there that kind of thing happened so there was a woman yeah you did say there was a woman right who, who said the same thing before. I lived here for a year. Like, And then she went, what are you guys up to? What are you up to? And we said, oh, we're just filming a YouTube video. And she was like, oh, okay, you're not going, you're just going to like film for that. An and we was like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, God, a Oh, thank God. And she drove off. And I was like, Fiona said, what if they've just employed her? So when they yeah. see cars coming, they're like, just being scary woman. They're not like, no, a scared woman. They're not going to do anything to you. We're watching if they are like, and then she just, when she drives off, she just goes, they're making a YouTube video. Like that could, yeah, I think that's perfectly believable. It's feasible, yeah. Yeah. But it's quite weird that it's just not like a government body; it's just like this strange woman. But so she drives off. We get to the gate, and Chip's buzzing because he was gonna—he's—he's he's done a YouTube video around it. He's obsessed with Area Fifty-One, and we all start taking photos. There's these two big lights and a big red gate, and it's a big sign saying uh, "People that cross this will be prosecuted." Blah 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 blah. Um, government or Thorell only, or whatever. And then we're taking photos and then suddenly someone in there is obviously watching us on a camera there's no way we're not being watched but (laughs) but the lights just go off and it goes because they're big lights you can hear it it like that and then it just falls silent and again not the scary bit but everyone's like oh fuck like obviously, I reckon it could just be like these government heads, like having a laugh, going look yeah. at, and they're shitting themselves like that. But we did because it went from such bright light to nothing. You couldn't, I couldn't see you there, and I was like, oh god, god, I don't know what to do. And the other two lads are like running back in their car, and I'm like, yeah, I think I need to get in my car because you can hear this little, like a little alarm, which I'm sure is just a tactic just to say fuck off because they know we're not crossing anyway. Yeah, and Fiona goes. Jack, I've dropped the keys. I've dropped the keys. I've dropped the keys. And I'm like, all right, chill, chill. And I get my phone out and I've got my little phone. I'm looking and it's going. Murr, murr. Everyone's in their car. I'm kind of getting a little bit sweaty at this point, a little bit scared. Find the car keys, get in the car, turn the engine on. Look at the monitor <laughs> in my car. Fiona went, Jack, did you put that on? And I'm like. You must have put it on. She went. Oh my god! I didn't. I didn't. We were listening to the Beatles album. We got back in the car, looked at the Spotify thing, and the song that was on there was called "We've Got to Get Out of This Place" by the by the Animals. And that, isn't that just so weird? Like, what? We- is it's, it's not like an alien thing. Fee was like maybe like theorizing that maybe oh can they make that come on your car i was like no because they no, just the put y- a message on saying fuck off whatever
1: album you were listening to finished and then spotify just chose a song for you yeah do you it think Always. yeah it does that all the time whenever i'm listening to it's just a
0: weird spooky coincidence yeah, yeah just isn't pure it? chance yeah but i've got to admit it did it did freak me out a bit yeah it, it would, was just like being in, in that, that moment yeah but yeah no what's your theory on area
1: 51 do you think it's um i've never thought about it it doesn't interest me that much if i was there it would but like i'm just a bit confused like it's been around for so long now and so many people who would have worked in area 51 have died by now so what's to stop them on their deathbed just saying something and no one has like i'm just waiting for that like deathbed thing to be like i've got proof or whatever but isn't it weird that like
0: there are weird places in the world that have been proven like i'm talking like Obviously, it's not the same thing, but you've got like Epstein's Island and that. Like, people were like debating whether or not that was real before it came out. You've got Bohemian Grove, which is one of the most fucked up. Play- you ever had a Bohemian no. Grove? Is that the building? I need to tell you about Bohemian Grove. It's an it's, a, it's like a little island, right? Where the top top presidents have been there. Trump's been there, I think. Fee. Google Bohemian Grove, mate. They all dress up as owls, yeah, and they they do these sacrifices and, uh, like and make all the Bohemian Grove. Let's have a look at this. What is it? Bohemian Grove is a restricted twenty-seven hundred acre compound at Bohemian Avenue in uh, California. Uh, it's a, it's a Francisco-based gentleman's club known as the Bohemian Club. Uh, click on it fee where they're all dressed up as aliens and that, and like those, like Clinton's been there. Uh, like, isn't
2: that in what was the thing with Kevin Spacey in? It was on Netflix. Possibly, but it's a real, it's a another real another. thing,
0: and th- and th- there's ideas that th- th- there's like theories. None of this has ever been proven, but there's theories that like maybe it's a bit of a paedophile group. Like, uh, look, look, who's that? Look, George George W. Bush Jr. and Senior, maybe is that Senior next to him? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Fee, can you put? Oh, can you put in? Um, I think Epstein's been there. Can you put in? Uh, like, I want to see like the theories. No, the theories. So so like if these things exist, yeah, then what's stopping Area fifty one from for being a hub for alien life? Look, inside One Photographs Quest to Can't read it now.
1: Yeah, um. I'd say the only thing with Area 51 is like all this stuff like Roswell and stuff back in the day. It's like, oh, aliens back in the day when no one had any way of proving it seemed to pop up all the time. But now that we've all got smartphones and you can just do shit all the time, if alien life came to Earth, there is no way the government could get to it in time for one random person not to just be able to go, fuck me, phone. Nah,
0: I don't know, because it's so far in the middle of the desert. How do we know them gates aren't miles before it starts anyway? Look at this headline. Bohemian Grove, where the rich and powerful go to misbehave. Like I'm probably coming across like a right conspiracy nut now. Oh yeah, Alex Jones, you know the the nutter that goes on Joe Rogan. And yeah. The, like the uh, what is it? The 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 water's making the frogs gay. Like that guy. Like he says. All oh, stuff he, like... he infiltrated the camp. Yeah, and he filmed it, and it's so fucking weird. There's like some guy dressed up as like a priest or some shit, and he's like, "As we burn this owl tonight," and he's like saying all these words, like, "May we rest in the dust of." Yeah, it's fucking that. <laughs> During the ceremony, members wear costumes and create a coffin effigy called care before a 40 foot owl in in deference to this yeah before burning yeah mad 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 now i don't know what that's got to do with area 51
1: but you're you're just saying yeah there's there are some weird there is some weird shit in the world but the reason i was comparing it to like aliens back in the day and stuff it's like the whole point of area 51 is that they've got loads of shit in there apparently to do with aliens but that's all from like the 60s or 70s or whatever. But, like, so why Why over the last 40, 50 years have there not been any sightings or anything?
0: It's true, isn't it? And there's always like, oh, we came out of a bar at midnight and we saw a UFO.
1: So you're fucked, aren't you?
2: Yeah. Oh, so, why are they trying to keep it secret? Like, why, if I an g- alien lands, why are you going, oh, they're not anyone know aliens land? Is it's- it
1: to stop other governing bodies? Like Russia going, well, why do you get it?
2: Yeah, but they, what are they going to do? Surely it's better. Go, oh, we got aliens and they came to America. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. You'd
0: brag about it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'd brag about anything. Yeah. They're going to, not going to, oh, we better not mention the aliens. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be all over it. They brag about their Pepsi sizes being bigger than ours. So they're going to brag about a fucking alien man, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. 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 It is, yeah. It's probably just a load of shit then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: have I just disproved aliens.
0: Well, no, I think there's, there's got to be life elsewhere, but. I've got another little fact about uh, a fun fact about the alien. So there's a, there's a scene in Paul. You know Paul by Nick? Yep. F- Frost and Simon Pegg. Yeah. I like that movie. It's quite fun. Yeah, I don't mind it. I like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg.
2: I saw it relatively recently for the first time.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> well, I can- thought Jack was going to go, I like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. I'd love them to come into the happy
0: hour <laughs> yeah, studio. Yeah. Well, can I just um, preface what I'm about to say with, this is just one man's story that he told me, right? So it, it might not be true, but I'm going to tell it as he told it, yeah. And I, be- I, be- I fully believe it. They shot a scene from... Paul, in that little alien. Like there you see him walking outside and you see him walking in and all of that cool stuff. And, 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 I, and I was re- <laughs> So cool! They
1: walked outside no, and they walked cool. in. That's no, so
0: cool! No, I liked being in a place where it's like, oh, a movie was shot here. Yeah. Like, this is where this happened. This is where that happened. So I'm like, I'm like looking around when I'm there. I've got the scene up on my phone. I'm like, right, okay. I see that looks a bit different. Yeah, whatever. Weird. Door looks a bit different. Like, maybe they just painted it and made it a bit different. Um, and then I see in the corner a painting uh, like a no like a poster promotional poster for Paul signed by Nick Frost and Simon Pegg I thought that's quite cool but it's just in the corner like just there's like in loads of shit in front of it it's a tat it's just weird so I said to the guy I went they shot Paul in here didn't he and he uh, I went Nick Frost and Simon Pegg and he went don't mention those guys I was like oh really he was like nah he, he was like basically calling them pricks basically and he said what they did is they checked in to the alien and they stayed there for two weeks and apparently they wrote the script to what they said was a documentary they were making a documentary and they took loads of photos and said that they were going to film the scene there and then they just fucked off and went back to hollywood and rebuilt the set somewhere, somewhere else and didn't, have, uh, didn't ever compensate them for it so loads of tourists come in saying like purely to say oh, i like the film paul like is it there and they have to go "Nah." it wasn't uh, that's and then they're like funny but they're like we did get the poster there
1: but it's also like a piss-takey alien film and they obviously very heavily believe in aliens there, so they probably don't like the film either, I'd imagine. Yeah, true. Didn't, I swear Cal Freezy or someone said something about a swaying car as well. Swaying car. swaying car. I no. swear that's what he said. <laughs> sure he didn't call you a car?
0: Wish you didn't say anything. That's terrible, I'm so sorry. Oh, I like it. Yeah, no, I can't remember, swaying car. No, making it up then. Yeah, fair. All right, well, we're back.
2: Oh, I've got your a housewarming present. Oh, thank you. What have you got me? Is it a little hedgehog? I've not wrapped it. I'll get it. Up. It's in a bit of a plastic bag. But There you go. It's genuinely a nice present. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. Heroin and cocaine shakers. What is this?
2: Yeah, it's like salt and pepper, <laughs> but it says heroin and cocaine on it. <laughs> That's so good. That is so good. Where'd you find this? it's um it's, they're by an article. don't shake it like that Jack. they're made of China <laughs> like, uh, they weren't cheap um uh, David Shrigley artist oh that's so
0: know. cool there we go thank you Robbie Fiona can put a heroin in there and I'll put my coke in the other one so <laughs> <laughs> perfect Wonderful. I like that I can't wait for Fiona's mum and dad to come <laughs> round <and see>. <laughs> <laughs> no I love it what you got me fuck this off this
1: lovely plant where did it come, come? from I don't know. Have just you just picked of... that up? Was that already no, here? I bought it here and I accidentally left it in the middle t- I didn't want it I wanted to keep it as a surprise, but there you go. <laughs> Are you
0: joking? Was
1: like, that already here? Yeah.
0: Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> we queer sliding it off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't get it yeah. for you now.
2: Oh well, thank you very much I it. mean I was gonna give it to you when I got invited in the house, but that's clearly not happening. So I just <laughs>
0: <stopping> <laughs> Yeah, we haven't had a housewarming party yet. No. Have we?
1: Right, shall we, <laughs> shall we? Shall we? Shall uh, we crack on? Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, people have been sad that they haven't had an episode from us, for and, and, what, and this. this is what they got. Yeah, they had. Yeah,
0: so Robbie talking about the marathon that I'm not going to do. Stevie's yeah, hair. I, can do it. Uh, I, I might, and uh, me disproving aliens.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, come back next week where we discuss the world's most pointless questions. You're not selling it. Uh, hype it. Hype it. High energy. So, come back next Monday where we will be discussing Is Water Wet? Oh! That's a question. Get your noggins on. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Get your noggins on.
0: Yeah. I just want to say, going back to the aliens. Sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not end it there. <laughs>
0: can, can you tweet us and let us know what you think's happening at Area 51? Because normally when I say tweet us, I don't care. But I actually do care. I want to know. No one's got the fucking answer, Jack. No, but I want to know what the theory is. Maybe Stevie can put Apollo on the Twitter account. But yeah, see you next week when we'll be debating the most pointless questions in the world. Robbie, thank you. You're welcome. Stevie, thank you. That's all right. Jack, this thank you. Is, thank you. This has been Jack Mays Happy Hour season. Five? Uh, Still. (laughs) I've got no idea. We'll see you in a few days. Jack Mate's Happy Hour.
3: Jack Mate's Happy Hour is a stack production.